Hello and welcome to our Monday Chatter Check-In. I'm Paige. I'm Anna. We hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day and is having a very restful President's Day this Monday. Anna and I both have the day off, so we're really taking advantage of our long weekend. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, we released four episodes last week, a Valentine's Day gift guide and a Friday feature where we had the opportunity to interview Nancy Yao Masbach, president of the Museum of Chinese in America. So if you're looking for something to do today and some extra content, be sure to go back and listen. So speaking of our weekend, we actually had a very eventful one. Last year, Anna hosted an amazing Valentine's Day party at her apartment. But obviously this year, because of COVID and everything that's going on, that cannot happen. But we really leaned in to the decor and we decorated our entire apartment. We went to the cutest little party store on East 8th and University. Mm -hmm. And we got balloons and hearts and really went all out. And there were actually a lot of people there buying like the core, which I thought was interesting because I mean, like big events can't happen this year. So I'm happy people will still supporting small businesses and buying party things. <laughs> I also think when you spend so much time at home, you yeah, know, like, it's worth it to just decorate. Exactly. <laughs> we still have our decorations up. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be staying up for a little bit. Yeah. And we also went to a karaoke in Koreatown and had so much fun. It's a great COVID activity because you're in a room with just the people you cho- choose to go with. And we just like went with seven friends that we've been seeing a lot. And it was very cool. It was so fun. I hadn't done karaoke we really like that sang in our years. Hearts out. We really <laughs> went for it. So yeah. But I think we can move on to our art activity of the week. Mm -hmm, Which was also so great. (laughs) We visited Pace Gallery here in Chelsea and we saw the three new shows that they currently have up. I guess they were new to us. They're not all new to the gallery. Yeah. And we'll obviously go into more detail about each of them. But I think that we both agreed it was some of the best programming we've seen recently. Yes, I loved all three shows. Like each one was just better than the one before. But we can start with a Tara Donovan show. Yeah, because it's what we saw first. Yes. It's titled Intermediaries. And to give an overall view, the show brings together discrete yet interrelated bodies of work created by Donovan throughout 2019 and 2020. So mm-hmm. all the work is actually super recent. Yes. The exhibition is composed of drawings, um, wall-bound pieces, and freestanding sculptures that transform commonplace materials into totalities that test our perceptual limits. The focus of the work is really on structure and open materials that have an amazing ability to play with light. So as you get closer to the work and as you back away from the work, they do look really different. Yeah. Did you have a favorite work? I think my favorite work from the show was titled Stacked Grid. And it quite literally is like a three-dimensional grid Mm -hmm. made out of plastic. What I loved about the work is that it takes up the majority of the space in this smaller gallery room. Mm -hmm. And there were other people in the room while we were visiting. So as other people walked around the structure, they left almost like a shadow of their figure. So it changed the way we saw the work. And then also, even though it's plastic, which is like a material everyone has, it really has this larger presence and feels like glass, like very fragile. Yeah, I agree. I also love the way light hit the work because with the light bulbs above it, it was just the way you saw it, like the bottom part of it looked so much different than the top part. Did you think that of the three, this was the most like of an Instagram trap? Yeah, I'd say so. Because I also think people forget that Pates right now is massive compared to other galleries Mm -hmm. and that it's almost like a museum. So I think people just walk in and see the first floor and they're like, okay, like this is what it is. Right. And forget they're like five floors above. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I feel like they kind of did that on purpose. Like last time we went to Pays, it was also like the most Instagrammable show at the bottom, right. which was the Du Buffet piece. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think this was definitely the most Instagrammable, but it's not Instagrammable in the way that like Arctic House is, for example. It's just, um, I don't know, how would you describe it? It's more formal yeah, than it is. A, like Definitely an art tech house, but it is the most photographic yes. of the shows because it feels more interactive mm-hmm. than just having some paintings or photographs up on the wall. Yeah. There's a piece at the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston mm-hmm. that's made of styrofoam cups and it covers like the entire ceiling of one part of the museum. And I didn't realize she was the same artist that we were seeing at Pays, if that makes sense, until right. after. But yeah, I think I really do love her work and I'm excited to see what she comes up with next. Yeah, it's very exciting. So then next we went all the way up to the third floor of the gallery Mm -hmm. to see the Irving Penn show, which is titled Photographism. This show actually closes on February 20th. So rush over if you want to see it. But the other two we're talking about are up for much longer. Mm hmm. So spanning from 1939 to the early 2000s, what is so unique about the works in this exhibition is that they were accompanied by rarely seen archival materials and preparatory sketches of his photographs. So Penn photographed for Vogue and commercial clients in America and abroad for nearly 70 years. Best known for innovative fashion imagery, but there are a lot of striking portraits, compelling still lives. Each of Penn's pictures bears his trademark style, which is really elegant, like aesthetic simplicity. Mm -hmm. I think a lesser known fact about Penn is that he was initially trained in design and painting at the Philadelphia School of Art. So although he became known for his photography, he took a much more typical artistic approach to the work, something that is that this show like definitely demonstrates. Right. I am very biased because Irving Penn's work was one of my three case studies in my thesis in college. Yes. So I was so excited to see this exhibition and I thought it was like one of the best gallery shows I've recently seen. Mm -hmm. My thesis was about why certain photographs are able to transcend the limitations of editorial photography and rise to this level of like what's considered to be high art Mm -hmm. that enables these photographs to be in shows like the one at Pace. Yes. So I argue that Penn's works were able to make this shift because of their innovation, which is tied to his greater body of work. Mm -hmm. And I think that the consistency across his body of work makes it impossible to exclude his editorial work and that was so perfect for this show because they had his really iconic black and white Vogue cover and then they also had works that like I hadn't even come across before yeah they had so many works of food like there was one that showed like a piece of brie like melted Mm -hmm. with like a tomato on top of it and then there was one like of mozzarella like a ball of mozzarella with also a tomato and like an olive and the way he photographed those pieces of food is just like so incredible like they didn't look like what they actually are it's Um, almost like disturbing once you know what it is to like think about it in that way and I loved seeing all of the sketches like I think we were both like shook by how Mm -hmm. much work goes into each photograph because I feel like when we think of photographers in this day and age like we just think of like the camera as opposed to like pen like literally picking like what type of um paper he wanted to right you like there was so much thought before the image is actually taken and I think so often we think of photography as like street photography or just Mm -hmm. like us even taking photographs on our iPhone yes exactly but to see the level of planning and see him sketching it out before the day of the photo shoot is so interesting yeah it felt like 
seeing the sketches of like a really large painting that mm-hmm. like that so much thought goes into it and I loved learning about that aspect of photography and I just think there were so many works like you said and like he's so well known for his Vogue covers and things mm-hmm. like that that we forget he did other really amazing things yeah so highly recommend everyone get there in the next like five days yeah but then finally the third show we saw was on the second floor and it's an exhibition called the hooligans by artist adrian genie which is the artist's fourth solo exhibition with pace gallery and it brings together nine paintings and three drawings all made during the last year similar to the donovan show on the first floor Influenced by Impressionist painters as well as Turner, Van Gogh, and Gauguin, this new body of work continues Jeannie's exploration of abstracting figures, layering shapes, and using gestural painting techniques to create complex images intertwined with art historical narratives. I think what was so interesting to see this show after seeing the pen show Mm -hmm. is that it is so new, but there's still this tie to these 19th century artists. I agree. So his past work has explored the relationship between painting and cinema and continues to meditate on the relationship between history, vision, and technology demonstrated by details such as sneakers, basal cabs, VR goggles, and security cameras. And when you first walked in, like, I think the painting that they have in the room has like a Nike shoe. And Mm -hmm. I just love that. It was like the first thing I saw. And it made me really interested in the like all of the works as a whole yeah and I had the opposite experience where when I first saw that painting it wasn't the first thing I saw so then when I did discover it like later later on I was it just made me rethink everything about it which was really cool yes I also saw like a really close connection to other um painters that were not 19th century painters such as the Kooning I thought the way the paint was applied was very similar and it reminded me of all of the Kooning's women some of the figures were so abstracted you could still see some feet or some faces things like that and it didn't really strike me that much as impressionist works but more of abstract expressionist works i think de kooning is such a great reference because it is like these disfigured figures yes exactly. but there are still features so you know that you are looking mm-hmm. at a figure and details such as the shoes the shoe. really yeah. reinforce and i think that. you really like the security camera in one of the works yes like, that was my favorite it <laughs> yeah. reminds me a lot of ai Weiwei because mm-hmm. he does a lot of work with security cameras and artificial intelligence exactly <laughs> To be honest, this was the show of the three that I was the least excited to see and that Mm -hmm. I knew the least about ahead of time, but I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I like hadn't really heard about this artist specifically, like he's from Romania and I didn't really know much about him, but I love the show and now I want to learn more and like I honestly want to go see it again. Yes. And then we had to take the stairs all the way down. (laughs) When we were coming down, the woman at the front desk was very frazzled and she's like on a call with someone she's like yeah so the pad for the elevator just fell off and so I guess like you couldn't call the elevator you look out and the panel with like the elevator buttons is just hanging by wires yeah off the wall so we were not about to get in that elevator the stairs were a little scary but not as scary as getting stuck in an elevator (laughs) definitely not But I think that brings us to our restaurant highlight of the week. The most exciting part. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we were so excited that Mm -hmm. we got to eat at Pastis again, which is... Indoors. (laughs) Exactly. And of course, I had the burger (laughs) to shock shock no one. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to try to branch out next time we go, I think. 
it was just it really felt like so normal to be sitting inside, inside at a restaurant yes. we went with a few of our friends you had something new I had the lamb which I'd never had before mm-hmm. because I used to always get the duck but they changed the menu so mm-hmm. I branched out and I'm so glad I did because it was so good mm-hmm. and it was so safe they open all of the like sliding yes. doors to their patio so Anna even put her jacket on yeah I actually ate with my jacket on which is sad I didn't think I was gonna have to do that but I didn't wear, wear a sweater I was just wearing a shirt and it was a little too cold to just be in like a long sleeve shirt but Paige was smart and wore a sweater so she could I take her jacket off. Layered for the experience. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's it for today. We only have one more episode coming out this week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And be sure to follow us at Curated Chatter if you mm-hmm. haven't already. And also listen to our old episodes if you're looking for more content. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.